Hello and welcome back to Yogi's Pod Box. You're listening to um, Ancient Monuments, Indian Monuments and the Mysteries and Untold Information which is quite lying in the Google search which I'm trying to tell you. And um, well, uh, I'm trying to keep all the episodes short but sometimes I'm sorry it goes in a bit lengthy way. Please pardon me for that. And um, now I'm going to talk about the Charminar. Charminar, where it is, how it is, and why the name Charminar. Charminar is in India and it's called the Pride of Hyderabad. The Pride of Hyderabad, oh yes, Charminar, which is a synonymous, which is a synonymous kind of um, monument with Hyderabad's legacy's old town, is one of the magnificent structures built by Muhammad Kuli Kutab Shah, or the Muhammad Kuli Kutab Shah. Muhammad Kuli Kutab Shah, the fifth ruler of the Kutab Sahi dynasty. Kutub or Kutab, or I am getting confused, it's Kutub, I think. So, it's one of the magnificent structures built by Muhammad Kuli Kutub Shah, the fifth ruler of the Kutub Shahi dynasty, and also the founder of the city in Hijri 1080, between, I guess, 1591 to 1592. The Chaminar is a square structure measuring 31.95 meters on each side with imposing arches spanning a distance of 11 meters. There are four minarets or the minarets, each having three stories rising to a height of 56 meters. The spiral staircase inside the minarets or the minarets has 149 steps leading to the top with 12 landlings or the 12 landlings. The double screen of arches on the roof and the ornamental arches on the minarets or the minarets add to the aesthetic value. A notable feature of Charminar is the location of a mosque on the western section of the second floor, probably one of the most beautiful of this period. There are 45 mushels or the mushels, which is the prayer spaces, well, with an open courtyard in front. The structure is also known for its profusenses or the profuseness or the profusenses, profusenes, to be precise, profusenes of stucco decorations and arrangement of balustrades and balconies. The floral designs are varied and delicately executed. It was a synthesis of Mughal and Hindu architecture executed by the local artisans. There are various theories regarding the purpose for which the Charminar was constructed. However, it is widely accepted that Charminar was built at the center of the city to commemorate the eradication of plague. In the middle of the 18th century, Bussy, the French commander, or the Bussy, B-U-S-S-Y, Bussy or Bussy, the French commander made Charminar his headquarters. The four clocks were added later on the fourth cardinal directions in the year 1889. At the base of Charminar was... Uh, at the base was uh, there's some, something which was being there on the base, uh, which uh, I would tell you, and uh, it was a synthesis of Mughal and Hindu architecture, remember, and was constructed by the artisans. 
as it told you and uh, in the middle of the 18th century i said the basi the french commander made charna his headquarters and um, at the base of the charmana was uh, originally a water cistern uh, at the center uh, with a small fountain for customary ablutions before offering prayers in the mosque uh, this a uh, kind of a uh, custom uh, it was called as a vasu the uh, water cistern at the center with a small fountain uh, for a kind of uh, customary ablutions or a prayer kind of things which should be happening or which is supposed to be happening before the offerings of the prayer in the mosque so this is again uh, a wonderful monument which is in hyderabad the pride of hyderabad is charminar and uh, yet another one the next one what we will see is the raniki vav or the raniki vav in the patan now this is um the city of patan or uh, the patan the patan uh, place the phenomenal uh, called a kind of a step well raniki vav uh, it's called vav the raniki vav on the banks of saraswati river was initially built as a memorial to a king in the 11th century step wells are a kind of distinctive form of subterranean water resources and storage systems on the indian subcontinent in those days and have been constructed since the 3rd million bc they evolved over time from what was basically a pit in sandy soil towards elaborate multi-story works or the multi-story works of art and architecture raniki was uh, while legend has it that most kings built mesmerizing monuments in memory of their queens this one turns the tables around raniki vav means literally well in those days its ancient word vav means well that was built by queen udayamathi in memory of king bhimdev son of mula raja the founder of the solanki dynasty of anahilvada patan built in the 11th century ad the adjacent saraswati river flooded the well and silted over until the late 1980s unlike most monuments this one has been excavated from the ground which means you literally have to go down history to get a glimpse of the era housed with over 800 distinctive sculptures across seven massive galleries the central level has been devoted to dasavatars the 10 incarnations of lord vishnu the best part is when tourists reach the water level a magnificent carving of vishnu reclining on 1000 snake heads awaits true admiration legend has it that these step wells are no ordinary ones are no simple ones or no just ordinary ones where women would socialize while they drew water instead much like most well in rajasthan and gujarat they were essentially built for storing water for times of extreme drought what a well planning system those days people had the entire well is so human human gods or the human gods that at a bird's eye view visitors tend to look like ants 
frolicking on an ant hill. This is something which is very very nice to know. The Rani K V F, the phenomenal step well in those days. How how imaginary people have would have been. How innovative. What kind of uh, engineering marvel has been done in those days? Simply beautiful. The next one I'm going to share with you is the Lay Palace Monument, or the Lay Palace, the Lay Palace, or the Lachen Palkar. The Lachen Palkar is the most cons uh, conspicuous building. It's a, it's it's called Lachen Palkar or Palkar. I'm little confused on the spelling. It's P A L K H A R, so it should be Palkar. Lay Palace or the Lachen Palkar. is the most conspicuous building on the ridge of Semo Hill about the old settlements and occupies a commanding position or the commanding position about the town of Lay this edifice is an architectural wonder and an engineering feat of the second dynasty of ladakhi rulers well according to a uh, oral tradition the site was chosen by the king Jamyang Namgyal or the king Jamyang Namgyal the construction of the place was completed around 1630 AD during the reign of king Sengye Namgyal or the Namgyal the main designer of the building was a balti muslim named Chandan Ali Singe also known as Shinkan Chandan the structure was completed Uh, in a short span of just three years, the whole palace is built in Tibetan architectural style. They say, with locally available material like uh, stones, sun-dried mud bricks, wood of those kind, which is popular during those times, and the junipers and willow procured from different villages in the vicinity of Lay. Not much of hard materials were used for the construction. The foundation of the palace rests over the contours of stable granite rock, with perfectly raised corners and a sloping gradient. The most striking feature of this palace is the slanting wall with banded texture on stone masonry. The horizontal timber lacing is another impressive feature, which prevents vertical cracks in the structure. The size of the window on the facade increases from a mere slit near the ground level to highly decorated overhanging balconies, or called as the rub cells. The royal building comprises of uh, nine levels. The two lower levels served as a storage place and a foundation of for the structure. <clears throat> The palace is entered through an elaborately embellished wooden portico gate, known as Singe Sego, the Lion Gate, or the Singe Sego. The Singe Sego should be the right one. The Lion Gate, at level two, on eastern elevation, a flight of stone steps give access to upper levels. Level three is supposed to have rooms for cooks, helpers, and servants. Another flight of steps from the corridors of this level leads to an open courtyard known as the Katok Chenmo. 
a platform for cultural and social events as well as to the shrine accommodating the stucco image of ushneshasta patra like a ushneshastita patra tongue twister kind ushneshastita patra at level 4 from level 6 Sun-dried mud bricks have been used probably to reduce weight on the lower levels. This palace was occupied till the time of Dogra invasion uh, between 1830 and 1840 when the royal family shifted to Stock Palace. Since the palace remained more or less abandoned due to which the decay began or the decay began. Both man-made and natural factors played an equal role in the decay. The palace was in a ruined state when Archaeological Survey of India declared the edifice as a monument of national importance in the very recent year 1982 which is uh, 40 years back and carried out the restoration and conservation work gradually in a phased manner. to consolidate the structure and revive the glory of the palace so this is about the lay palace bit of information i thought i can share with you today and uh, we would come back or i would come back with more narration in another episode of mine until then have a safe and a beautiful life share your memories and be happy always eat well sleep well and stay healthy do listen to my podcast quite often and do share Thanks for listening once again.